And now, two old school guys talking about music and stories about their radio days. It's T-Man and John, the music freaks. That's us. It's hot, baby. And I mean that. No. H-O-T with an extra T, man. And an exclamation point. Yeah. <laughs> Scripts won't give you a spelling bee trophy, but you'll be correct. <laughs> Oh, he's already starting his Sammy routine like last episode. Yeah, T-Man and Sam, the uh, music freaks. That's it, baby. Yeah. Man, we got a good one today. We're going to be rocking, that's for sure. It is going to be a rock and roll extravaganza. Because of this band right here. Oh, I that, miss this guy. That. I miss this guy. See, here's the deal. When this video came out, everybody was, you know, he's talking about the hot teacher and stuff. Of course. I am no joke, man. Hey, I'm 20, what, 20, 23 years old, all right? I'm still, you know. Yeah. Hot's hot, right? Right, right. But. <laughs> and the teacher was. And was, she was fine, but she was like one of a zillion in every yeah. rock video ever made in the it, 80s. I know, all and over so the place. And so when she pops out, I'm like, yeah, okay. I was more, I was more loving. The, I looked forward to Eddie uh, walking down the desks playing guitar. <laughs> More than I saw her popping out of a cake or whatever. Hey, you know what? They they were untouchable at that point because oh, of that man. album, 1984. Oh yeah, it's just they were yeah. they were big to begin with. I mean, at that point, but that album just oh, they an, were on the top of the mountain. A then. new level for Van Halen. First yeah. time you heard Van Halen, do you? I I have an exact memory of the first time I heard a Van Halen song. I'm pretty sure it was from Rock 105 mm-hmm. uh, because it, it seemed like every third track was Van Halen. I mean, the first album. You could wear that thing out, and it still wouldn't be, you know, overplayed. Yep. Uh, everybody was just... Uh, oh, yeah, I, so like Rock 95, probably, from 1978. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, Because yeah, Rock okay. 105 wasn't around yet. That's true. You're, us, good in Jacksonville. Point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. We had uh, two stations that were probably playing it. We had uh, 97 Wave and 95 uh, Rock 95. Yeah, there you go. 97, Ain't Talking About Love was the first big AOR track. Was that the one track. you heard? That was the first one. My friend Jeff Stoinoff, uh, we used to go ride to school together. In the senior year, he he would drive us. He'd come pick me up for school every day. And for the longest time, we had uh, the ho- eight tracks, Hotel California and and night and uh, the Live Bullet from Bob Seger. Oh, yeah. That's the only two we had. Well, we that's did. why you're so burned out on Hotel uh, California that's now. That's a reason, too. Yeah. That's a reason, Damn too. eight tracks. And then... Uh, <laughs> and then um, Stop with the clicking. Yeah. Ugh. But then, a like in the spring, it was early because it was like the last three months of my senior year. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, I get in the car and I'm hearing Van Halen. I'm hearing Van Halen. I'm hearing, I think it's Eruption. And it goes into You Really Got Me. And I remember thinking, what's this? Yeah. I mean, I remember thinking, this is a, this is a whole new thing. And it, uh, yeah, it was one of those things that you know exactly where you were. Uh-huh. Golly, it was great. Oh, I know. You know, Eddie didn't even want to record Eruption. Yeah, that was just a f- goofy thing he would do. It was, yeah, he because he was the first guy to would tap on the uh, the neck of the guitar, right? And and tapping and had been done before, but not into a mainstream. Not way. like what the way he was doing. No, it. Yeah. yeah, not at all. I mean, nobody would record that stuff. That was just circus act stuff that you would do as a guitar player and mess around. Yep. But he never intended to record it, and then they yep. said the solo was originally only used as a private warm-up, <laughs> believe it or not. A warm-up? Well, you know what another warm-up was outside of Van Halen here? This is uh, Kansas, Dust in the Wind. Yeah. The the guitar, yeah. the guitar that was uh, Kerry Livgren would play that guitar as a warm-up for himself. He would just play that melody, mm. and his wife said, you ought to put some words to that. That would be nice. Ted Templeton, their producer, he was the one that suggested, why don't we record it? Why mm-hmm. don't we? Just and, and a lot of people say it was one of the few decisions a record person made that was correct. 
<laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, Ted Ted was laughing all the way to the bank after producing all their stuff. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. just amazing. There's another, There's a, and I don't have the story anymore. I had it up here on a piece of paper, on a, on a sheet uh, on my computer that talking about uh, the upper management. And I think anybody with upper management, no matter what business you're in, uh-huh. uh, will understand this. Tim uh-huh. McGraw tells a story yeah. uh, that he would put a they would put a song out he goes and then the upper management would want to hear it right and then they would uh, all talk about it and go well maybe if you put the chorus here uh-huh. maybe if you tweak this and maybe uh-huh. mix this up a little bit and tim said they got to the point they just go back not do a thing came back and go hey we took your advice we appreciate that thank you and they listen again and go perfect perfect <laughs> <laughs> tim said that's how uh-huh. he got around the upper management yeah lied to them Good idea, Tim. Yeah, it works. Seems to work, yeah. It does. We're you know? good for him. He's, he's done He's done okay. Uh, slightly. Back to Van Halen, man. These yeah. guys, are the, they, set the, they set the tone for the late 70s, uh, and they were, at the time, if, if, you, if you weren't alive at the time and, and living music, then it's hard to explain just how big and fat yeah. rock bands had kind of gotten. Yeah. It was, most, it was a big time. A lot of those progressive-y kind of bands that were getting big and bloated, the metal-y kind of bands like Black Sabbath, which the actual um, put-together of these two is Van Halen opening for Black Sabbath yeah. in Jacksonville. Yeah. And they were on top of the world. They were new, though. Yeah. When they, Nobody was, really knew who they yeah, were. This was, I mean, we had, like you said on the radio, we had those radio tracks. Yeah. And we knew a few. We thought, man, yeah, that's pretty rich. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Let's go see them. Right. Oh, dear. Yeah. We were we were in for a, a sh- an incredible show yeah. with Eddie and with everybody. I yeah. mean, Alex playing all of his crazy stuff. And yeah. then, of course, David Lee. Then Black Sabbath comes out looking like the big bloated uncle. Oh, yeah. And Ozzy was just, you know, I mean, this is 78, yeah. and Ozzy was a, you know, just, I mean, he hadn't gone rehab yet, I don't think. No. So it was horrible. And he was just, uh, this thing, you know, it was bad. You could tell there was a changing of the guard when it came to hard rock in, in that year. Yep. And it was right there on stage. Yep. I mean, they they were, Black Sabbath was being booed. I mean, I didn't stay for most of that show. Yeah. Well, and there were record companies that wouldn't sign Van Halen mm-hmm. for some stupid reason. And finally, Warner Brothers picked up on it, and the rest is history. And thanks to Gene Simmons. I think Gene Simmons is the guy who fronted and financed their demo. You might be right. I think it was Gene Simmons. Yeah. So, good yeah. job, Gene. No kidding. Nice job. Yep. But they were thought of as one, one, the, one of the great bar bands. And I will always say that. Like, you can take the theatrics away and just go listen to the music. Yeah. One of the, They would probably be proud to say, yeah, we were one of the best bar bands ever. Yeah. Because... You got to be that tight. You got to be that cool. You got to have that much bravado about you to be a great bar band. Well, but not only with David Lee Roth being the lead guy, jumping all around, doing splits and whatever else he would do, you've got this guitar player that's just absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Has a sound, such a distinct sound. You can play anything by that band, mm-hmm. and you would know his sound. When you invent just, the sound, it's yeah. so true. He literally invented that sound. He really did, and that's why I think he's one of the top three guitar players of all time. That's a I good mean, one, man. He, if you had to lump them, I, I don't know that I could put him number one, but damn, he's close. He, I don't know who I It's like Hendrix would be the only one who I, yeah, invented a, more sounds. I'm, I'm thinking Hendrix. But and, Eddie and, took those sounds and, and went further with them. He did. He did further them. He didn't just emulate. You no. Know? He took the, he took the, you can use every piece of your guitar like Jimi Hendrix did, yeah. but then did more with it. 
Well, and if you ever go through the internet, you can find videos of Eddie Van Halen giving instruction to some college classes, some yeah. real music appreciation people. And he's just standing there. He's just so casual the way he talks about, well, you know, when I was starting to do this, yep. and then he starts, you know, doing that thumping thing on the neck of the guitar, and <laughs> he's just stabbing. talking all the way through it, and these people are sitting in the crowd going, holy shit, that's Van Halen. Right. It's Eddie Van Halen. Right. It's and like, they're just, yeah. It's I like mean, Paul McCartney giving a songwriting class, comes in yeah. and talks to a songwriting class. Well, all, all you got to do, you know, it's just very simple, very yeah. simple, very yeah, simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Just know. geniuses. Exactly. You know? And when it came to the guitar, Eddie was certainly the man. We're going to celebrate that in this entire show. Yeah, no kidding. And we'll also have some, uh, you know, David on some, Sammy on some. Indeed. And here's what I've learned. But we won't play Van Halen 3. That's not going to happen. That's not happening. Not happening. <laughs> I know there are some Van Halen fans who go, you know, there's a couple of songs on there I like. And I'm like, wow, I just couldn't get through it. No. I didn't give it a chance. So I'll be wow. honest that I didn't listen to the whole album because I just didn't want that to happen. And I think I got it because I got a free copy. Right. I think that's the only reason I have it in my collection. I only I did it on Spotify, man. That's the only time I ever Well, heard. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with, with Gary from Extreme, and and once again, I love Extreme. I do too. Their new album is really, really is good. Is it good? Yeah, really good. Yeah, um, but it just didn't work with the other guys. No. Oh yeah, and take it. You got Dave. You got Eddie. Yeah. And I don't know if either of those two make it without the bedrock of Michael Anthony and Alex Van Halen as the rhythm section, who right. kept it all anchored. Oh yeah. To give Eddie a chance to go soaring, and to right. give David Lee Roth a chance to go soaring. So it really was truly a band. And you can see, I think most of the songs, a lot of the songs, all four members of the band get credit for I it. was about to say, you could sit here in the Billboard book and look through their songs, 98% of them, uh, except for the two or three remakes they did. Right. If any original they did, I think they all got credit. They did. They? That's cool. They did. I totally did. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. All right. Thank you for all your emails, too. T-Man at gmail.com. Yes. Let's, sure dive, let's dive into this. You do it, man. Shall we're, we? We're going to start with yours. You want to do mine? Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, I don't know. This song just hit me when Sammy was the lead vocalist, and it just, it, it, I don't know. To me, it really seemed like they were on top of the world. Yes. Indeed. And that song always stuck out with me. Yep. I really enjoyed it. That's yep. an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. The Best of Both Worlds, another one with Sammy another on it. Sammy. It just, oh, man. Yes, man. And, yes. It, hey, it hey, was Gardner, the best. Davis. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't confuse Sammy the two. Sammy Davis. <laughs> Van Davis. And then I had to include as my uh, last honorable mention a song that peaked at number 13 that was, and still to this day, played on classic rock all over the place. Mm-hmm. And that would be the song about uh, Panama. Panama. That which, was the which last. Our, our military played. Yeah. For Noriega, when they were trying to bushel him out of, uh, right. when he, whenever he did, they were trying to get him out of power. Yep. And so the military would wake him up every morning with Panama blasting it. How ear, about that? Ear blistering sounds. One of the last tracks David Lee Roth recorded with them, then he tried the solo thing without telling them, and then all of a sudden, I'm leaving the band. Um, <laughs> but but that song, in the video, actually, the, the uh, car that David is driving uh, was his. It was a, uh, where is it? Oh, uh, where is it? David he, Lee Roth is in a car in that video. I don't remember the car part. Yeah, in a little part. Oh, of he's it. going ease the seat back. That's it. That's it. I didn't right. know there was a video. Yep. They I mean, actually I didn't know there was a car in there. I remember the yeah. video where Eddie's flying around. They actually recorded it because at one point I think they said uh, David never did a song about, uh, or all of his songs were about girls, guitars, and cars. 
So he decided to do, he was missing one of those. I think it was the uh, car part. Right. So he decided to do. He's <laughs> the seat back. Yeah, the Panama. And the actual sound in the song, Panama, of the of the car. Uh, the car is his car? No, is Eddie Van Halen's. Oh, okay. A freaking Lamborghini of well, all things. Nice job. I know. Good work if you can get it, Ed. If, hey, if you're going to have a car in your song, why not do it in a Lamborghini? <laughs> yeah, why not? Mine, mine would have been a Volkswagen Dasher. Yeah. Okay. That's why we're different. Yeah. That's why Eddie and I are different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the think? one difference between me yeah, and Eddie. Yeah, the only one. When it comes to yeah. music, that's the one difference between me and Eddie. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, number 10. This song always has stood out to me. One of the tracks off of Mean Street. Uh, just so much AOR play, album rock play. So much. Mm-hmm. was never really a single. But to me, this one always, always has to be cranked up. Great song. Give me a break, Dan. Hit the ground running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Man, that song was on four or five different, on four or five lists of the emailers that we got. Yeah. And that's one of my favorites. One of their great albums. One of my favorites, non first five songs that that people would have. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And here, when it comes to Van Halen, if they ever made the top 40, that was a fluke. Because I didn't think they were ever top 40 based, except there were maybe three songs that I thought would go, you know, that would make a good top 40 hit. I think they were so good in the rock realm. They were. That they spilled over. Yep. That pop radio had to go, well, yeah. I guess we could play them. Yep. Um, but they were they were rock. They were truly Absolutely. rock radio. And Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And you just knew from the first note, oh, it's Van Halen. Yeah. Just one of those bands, right? And then, just one of those bands. And then it was even cooler when when uh, when they even started adding keyboard to it. Well, yeah, then, that was a even whole. That even sounded Van Halen. And but that was a whole thing. I think that's when David Lee Roth decided. You know, maybe this band isn't. Uh, they're selling out or something. Because, oh, so he does. He does. I'm just a gigolo. Yeah. yeah okay. I, well, duh. <laughs> California girls taking a Beach Boys classic. I don't want to do any cover songs. First yeah. thing I know, I'm just a gigolo. Just throwing a bunch of bikini babes in my videos. I'm good. <laughs> Evidently. Yeah. Uh, number nine, this was another one that they did try at top 40, actually, and it peaked at 55. Well, that's what I'm saying. Top 40 yeah. doesn't know the greatness of Van Halen. They truly don't. No, and it's not their realm. Once Same again, way well, with Led Zeppelin, because top right? 40 has got its own thing. Well, once again, those programmers that had this just vision of their station or a certain sound, they had tunnel vision going. Well, think about it. You got Pete Cetera singing Glory of Love at yeah. the same time oh, of this. God, please. And so... And you got that stuff, and I so know. they got to rec- You can't just yeah. because they rock, they don't rock for everybody. But this song was so good with Sammy. Yeah, man. I think it- you ought to hit it. Great song. Michael Anthony's harmonies are always overlooked. Oh yeah, he's the harmony part of every Van Halen song. Yeah. I mean, the other ones aren't great singers. No. So, like, for Sammy, it was Sammy and Michael Anthony singing the backup, you know? He would overtrack. And the same thing with David Lee Roth. Any harmony in a Van Halen song you're hearing is, I I believe it's Michael Anthony, and he added so much to the band, and yet stayed out of the way at the same time. And Michael's still playing with Sammy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Any kind of iteration that Sammy does, Michael seems to be there with him. Yep. Now, this song at number eight, this was the first one that really Top 40 embraced Mm -hmm. because it was their first and only Top 15 in their first four years of existence. Yeah. And it made it to 15. 
40 finally was like, oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah we least, can play that. At least with that one. They yeah. Did. That's for sure. Idiots. But then they didn't do anything until Jump. Uh, no, actually, Pretty Woman. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah in that. 82 went to 12. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. And then their version of Dancing in the Street, which I thought was okay. It was, yeah. It barely made the 40, 38. And then, well, we'll get to that. We will get there. Because number seven is one of those songs. It's like the intro is just, it's, it's, it's one of those songs when uh, radio hears something like this and it's like, oh, damn, I could talk over that. I can do, I can do weather. I could, that's a hell of an intro. Including the coastal forecast over <laughs> this. The, the tides, uh, all that. <laughs> rip currents. Tides at Mayport. What's the flag out at the beach? Is it red? Is it yellow? What the hell? What is it? Surf temp 83 degrees. <laughs> but yet, it only makes it to 22 hop. Because that's stupid. Because this yeah. is a rock band, and this uh, this is the part where you start listening. And if you are on, you know, uh, David Lee Roth camp on his side of the team, oh yeah, you can't deny the fact that Sammy Hagar brought so much great melody. He belted it. He did. Great melody. Yeah. And there's more organ too for you. Oh yeah. man, that'll even something. Eddie was sending that intro with a great set. Yeah. And a cool video with all the planes going through, the, blue, right, angels the blue Angels and all that. Yeah, man. Here that was, in a military town like ours, they're loving that. Summer of 86, I was working 86, with you down yep. in uh, I-100. Uh, hot Rock and Flame throwing That's I-100. Right. Yeah. And I remember pl- I remember doing a great intro over that. Well, oh, one, yeah. One, great. I loved it. And I'm <laughs> walking up the song, and then I get to come in right after Van Halen and I-100. Yeah. When his guitar comes in. Oh, yeah. Dead on. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Duh. I know. I know. Here's the song, really, that was the biggest hit for him, of course. David Lee Roth didn't like it because of the organ. He didn't think it was going to work with the organ. He didn't think the synthesizer was, no. uh, was a good idea? It's like all of a sudden, if people want to hear Eddie's guitar. They don't want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, really? It just became like the most iconic oh, riff God. of the 1980s. Yes, sir. <laughs> Got to have the scream. Ah, yeah. uh, and if you don't, it ain't. You yeah, know? and he's jumping and all around. I'm I'm very surprised he never got hurt with the mic stand. I, I just, I really am. <laughs> he took it from James Brown. <laughs> Number one for five weeks. I remember stuttering John asking James Brown, uh, are you uh, are you get concerned when you do uh, one of those uh, splits? Oh, that and you're what's his crush, answer? No. That you're going to crush your testicles? <laughs> <laughs> that was his question to James Brown. And James Brown go, no, 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 no. They hip. They know I'm going to get right back up. <laughs> if anybody had hip testicles it would be james, james brown. brown exactly but of course and now we're in the top five <laughs> and my number five song is the first song i ever heard from this band van halen it rocks yes oh you got the sammy version there didn't you i had to grab something <laughs> had to grab something <laughs> yeah that's the live version yeah, that's not the original with David Lee, but no, that's okay. I did the best I could. Hey, you know what? It's still Van Halen. <laughs> it gives a damn. It's Van Halen. I know it. Yeah. And number I, number four, quirky tune. Love this tune from the very first album. That first album, what a monster it was. Truly People didn't realize when it came out how big they were going to be because it was like all of a sudden, everybody starts hearing it. Everybody starts playing and it's like, 
damn, these guys are good. I think the last, the next time I felt that way about a band when it came out and kind of just changed the whole sonic structure of the world yeah. uh, was Nirvana. So yeah. we went the entire 80s, I think, without hearing something that just stunned me. Yeah. But 78 and all the way up until the early 90s, then you hear something and go, what in the what yeah. the hell is that? Yeah. I mean, and that's what they did. It's incredible. Yep. But my number five, my number four, my number three are all from the first album. Oh, yeah. I think that's going to be part of a misheard lyric later. Didn't that song? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I can't wait to hear what she thought. <laughs> Kim's uh, misheard lyric will be uh, with ice cream. Man. Yeah, should be interesting. It yeah. should be. Yeah, she wanted to get Van Van Heflin in there. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know the Van Heflin reference, it is uh, it's Billy Crystal uh, from doing his Fernando Darling. Dal- you look marvelous. With, with the Van Heflin. Yeah. And so he was uh, oh. talking about Van Halen getting it wrong and calling so it an old actor named Van Heflin. So funny. So every time I'm like on Turner Classic Movies and I see Van Heflin. <laughs> you I'll, start laughing. Look, it's Van Heflin. <laughs> I ain't talking about love, baby. Uh, okay. Oh, dude. Man. Number three. Yeah, I just uh, love this just song. Just roll it. I just you know. love it. This song has got so much bottom. Yeah. It's got bottom all the way through it. And it's not just the bass, but the bass is perfectly yeah. in that mix. Yeah. But, but the drum, I mean, it is, it's... It just, it, you know how sometimes songs just make different parts of your body move? Yeah. That song does that. That does it. Man, it's just incredible. Yep. My number two is a completely different sound for them, but mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, it's uh, the biggest song on my survey with Sammy doing the lead. This song is just, to me, I crank this thing up every time I hear it to this day. It was a biggie in 1988, and even it missed the top 10, barely. It was like uh, thirteen. And once again, showing how pop programmers. Yeah, again. Maybe just understand. Maybe think uh, it's too rock. But stupid. No. <laughs> but I'll tell you, my life changed when I sat in the second row. I saw Van Halen four times. Woo! And my life changed when I was in the second row. I was watching Eddie. Where was uh, this? At the uh, arena here. Oh, at the arena. Okay. Yeah, our Coliseum. What was? When was this? In the eighties? When? Yeah, the late 80s? yeah. I, it was shortly after that. Okay. I never so it must saw have been the old Coliseum. Must have been. I never saw them as a uh, as a headliner. I saw them open for the Stones. In yeah. 80, 81, I saw them. Okay. Open yeah. For this the was this was. When, and then I saw them with Black Sabbath as an opener too. But this, I never saw them as a headliner. When this song was current, I just watched Eddie the whole time. That'll do it. Talk about a guy who absolutely and thoroughly loved what he was doing. Uh, and the whole time I'm sitting there in amazement watching him because I don't think he looked at the guitar more than five times the whole show. Mm. Just an incredible talent, the way he played. And this song, watching him do it live, just thoroughly convinced me this guy's a genius. I mean, I kind of knew that before, right. though. But I just... Oh. How he could put such great funky licks inside of a mainstream song. Yeah, yeah. So good. Here we go. Give me one more. Yeah. <laughs> That's just pure funk music, right? Yes. There. That is funky, funky music that guised as rock. Yeah. And he was just able to do all kinds of cool things inside of a song. I just that that song to me. I mean, yeah. There's mm-hmm. a ton of Van Halen 
uh, strong songs. But that, in my book, is the strongest with uh, Sammy on it. Very cool. And number one's the strongest one to me with David on it because this just rocks. Here I am Of course, a lot of people remember the SNL bit uh, with the commercial that um, Adam Sandler and um, um, oh god, I don't remember this. Chris I can't Farley. Oh, okay, they were uh, they were around a pool. It was a pool party, and they're advertising some kind of malt liquor or beer oh, or something. I remember this now. And uh, I and I and that song. all of a sudden, uh, the the ad turns, and uh, everybody at the pool's gay. Right. right. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> But man, what a great song! And that here you go. Here's the top forty programmer. Ah, it's too hard. Can't play that shit. Yep. No. Yeah. Yeah. Went to eighty four. Same thing with pop. what Zeppelin had. What three songs maybe in the top forty uh, ever? Yeah, a lot of the them. Ones made. that peaked at thirty eight. Here's Broaden Your Stop at number thirty eight. <laughs> Falling four. Yeah. <laughs> Peak, yeah, falling it, off the chart this week. You heard that more from bands like that. <laughs> Zeppelin yeah. went what? A whole lot of love, top ten, and then uh, rock and roll or Black Dog. Uh, Black, maybe rock yeah, and roll. Yeah, hang on, I'm getting to. They it. didn't have, and yeah. then uh, uh, Jamaica, and then yeah, and, a whole lot of love was four. Right, yep. uh, Black Dog was fifteen. Immigrant Song was sixteen. Oh, I forget Immigrant Song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you had Dire Maker. Yep, twenty. Fool in the Rain, twenty one. That's it. At the rest of oh, Trampled Underfoot, 38. Oh, yeah, Peaks at 38. Yeah, and then the next week, falling off the chart this week. <laughs> and now here's another one from Diana Ross. <laughs> that, shows, that shows what they were doing. <laughs> Diana Ross put out the biggest stiffs in oh. the 70s. She had some great songs, but some of the uh, biggest so, yeah. stiffs yeah. that they added because, well, hey, it's Diana. It's Diana Ross. You've got to do a favor to once Diana. Once again, once again, tunnel vision, baby. <laughs> tunnel vision. <laughs> That was it. <laughs> These guys the t- knew one thing. It was like, oh, okay, it was. It, it's her. It's got to be a hit. <laughs> well, no, it no, doesn't. It doesn't. No, it Just because you've poked a hole in the CD does not mean it's a hit. <laughs> Just look at her RCA days. Oh, my Ooh, God. Oh, my God. Maybe we shouldn't. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. I mean, af- after, um, after the theme from Mahogany. Which was a great, great And Love Hangover. Her, her Love Hangover was great. Love, yeah, that was her last number one. Or no, I'm sorry, oh, Upside Down. she go with, uh, yeah. Upside Down. Then she hooked up with Chic, and uh, that, was, that was some good stuff with Endless Sheik. Love was one, of course. Yeah, it was a nice song. But then you got a bunch of 27, 49, 49, 41, 59, she 5, did, she 9. did Muscles? Yeah, that was a Michael Jackson thing. Yeah, That's why that made 10. that. Yeah. How in the hell did we get off of Van Halen to talk about Diana Ross? This is know. called The Music Freaks. <laughs> We are, here we are, we're a train wreck, or we're in a car and don't know where we're going. But we're now, making good time. I'm with the countdown. <laughs> this is my top ten. Good choice. Ow! It was one of those things, there's some great, just ballsy tunes like this yeah. one, and this is the one that stuck out yeah. the most to Everybody me. Everybody wants some. Yeah, they want some too. Yeah, great song. And I'm with you. Uh, once again, you and I agree on many of these songs, so I thought I'd just play the intro, which is one of my favorites. Sure. With, when it comes to these songs, yeah. David Lee does a great job, Sammy's melodies are incredible, yep. but it always comes back to Eddie. Yeah. Oh, duh. <laughs> duh. It's just freaking beautiful. And it's not the toughest thing in the world to play, and I think that's the greatness of it, is that you can make 
You can make difficult sound easy, make easy sound difficult, and then put it all in context, and then you start blistering a solo, and nobody can play it. He just made it all easy. He did. Or at least it looked that way. Right. Yeah. And yeah, and something like that. It's like, hey, I can play that. It was and effortless to him. It was. Man, that's the thing. Most guitar players that I know, and you don't even have to be Eddie Van Halen level, that guitar is just an extension of you. Yeah. You can do it blindfolded. I mean, every guy I know, yeah. every guitar player in my band has looked at me the whole time playing some of the craziest damn solos. And they yeah. just, they, that fretboard is a part, it's another limb of yeah. your body. Yeah. And he, no, uh, no better. So that was your nine. Number nine, Unchained. Number eight, this might be a little aberration. I think this is the only. This song is only on my list and nobody else's. Really? But it's from, and I love the first album. Second album, it was okay. But man, something about women and children first. Yeah, it was a great album. It was just incredible. Yeah. So this is like the fourth cut. And as you're you're breathless after the first one, and then after yeah. the second one, and then the third one, and then this one comes on, you go, dang. This is like. No special reason. What's the lie? Because I ain't leaving. We're in for a very long night. This was more frenetic than anything. It's called Romeo Delight. Yes. And it was more frenetic than anything they had done, where it's yeah. just, right. what's going on here? Right, it, was a right. whole, it was kind of a you know, similar sound, but a new sound at the same time. It was. And Eddie got to rip, of course, in that one. Of so. course he did. Mm-hmm. Eddie was a ripper. I remember this, <laughs> not to be confused with Eddie and the Rippers. That, well, see, which was, you uh, had to go that was, there. No, Jesse and the Rippers. Oh, see, I had to set that up for that, huh? Okay. Right. Jesse and the Rippers. Jesse and the Rippers. Now, was that from Full House or from that little stupid uh, soda, soap opera he was on? I don't know. That was from I, that, that was John, Uncle Jesse. I, He's Uncle Jesse that, from that, Full House. Yeah, that's something I wouldn't well, want to remember. Okay. Uh, that completely went out yes, the we, door. Yes, we have well, checked the box. We have worked John Stamos and Diana Ross into God the Van Halen tribute. My love. There's only you. Uh, I used to sing that song. Of course you did. Of course I did. Of course. It's a ballad. Of course you're going to sing it. I sing it. rockers too, but the ballad. Yeah, man, but you, the ballad. Between the two of us, how many ballads am I singing? None. Thank you. The Sea Diver on uh, on US seventeen. <laughs> I graced the the Sea Diver, which is could, singing could, what endless love, endless love. But also we would do a little bit of uh, some Commodores. This is nineteen eighty one, man. Yeah, all right. You can't help it. No, you're right. CHR was wimpy then. And you're we would right. also yeah. be. Um, That's why they didn't play Van Halen, Women and Children first. Oh, like, oh yes, it's ladies' night. Oh, well, great, and great song. Feeling right. Great song. Oh, what a night. Great song. Yeah. All right. And I did endless love. <laughs> one we didn't do was this one. Great bass line. It sure is. Take me I remember that from the video too. Oh, the video yeah. got one of these new Oakland scarves right here. <laughs> Let me sing a song for you. Good one. Yeah. So this is love. Indeed. Yeah. And another another one that didn't make even the top 100. They don't know nothing. 110 it peaked at. <laughs> this song, Are you kidding me? I was a big fan of the original, and I was a huge fan of the original, and to the fact we were probably 16. This is before Van Halen came out. And so, you know, guys and, you know, our neighbors, and we had guitars and we played songs together. Right. You could even call us a garage band. But we would were play you stuff. in the garage? Yes. Okay, then you're a garage band. I don't band. think we had a drummer at the time. Oh. So it was just three guys <laughs> wailing on a guitar on at age 15. <laughs> trying to do the best we could so we found the f- most fun riffs yeah. uh, that were easy to play and we could right. sing and make it sound like we know what we're doing and right. we didn't and then <laughs> and these guys didn't. these guys came out with this version and we heard it hey that's pretty cool they're doing the same song we covered and then Eddie did the solo it was like okay that's a totally different song <laughs> <laughs> but man this I love the original and I love yep. their remake yep. <laughs> 
I thought they did a great job. They on did, that. and it was only ten. Well, I guess twelve years after the original, or th- maybe thirteen. I yeah, think it was like sixty-five. 13. And yeah, so thirteen. It was seventy-eight. By then, everybody was. And it was like, oh yeah, I remember that song. Yep. But you're like, not this way, because <laughs> they even they were stayed true to it. Plus, they yep. kicked its they kicked its butt oh, while yeah. staying true to it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's great. For it me. peaked at thirty-six on pop. Thirty-six. Come but, on. And that was their first top forty. Oh, was it snuck in there? First one. Man. Out of the box, first one. That was, you know, think about, though. Think about what spring of 1978 sounded like on the Oh, radio. I do. I know. It was and, that and, and Baby. And this song, you're like, whoa. It was that and Baby Come Back. That's what it was. <laughs> and freaking Ambrosia and thrown in there in 79 and Bee Gees. And, no, it was early 1978. Yeah, it was 78. Everything yeah. was Bee Gees and Andy Gibb and Bee Gees some yeah, more. Uh, even Paul McCartney had to, uh, like, with a little luck for crying out loud to yeah. have a hit record. <laughs> too much, too little, too late. Oh. That's all we had. You had to go seven. there. <laughs> Man. Somehow Johnny Mathis made the Van Halen See, show. I had a cut on my thumb, and now it's wide-ass open thanks to that. Thank <laughs> here, you. Hang I'm on. I bleeding some, all over I the place. I got some salt around here. Yeah, hang on a minute. Geez. Oh, my gosh. Let's get uh, back to the countdown. Please. There you go. That's what I'm talking about there at number you five. Tony and I share this one in our yeah. top ten. That's just great. I know. Give Have that you drum. seen her? Yeah, I've seen her. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, the feeling from across the room. I yes. Think, okay, I'm gonna have your list in front of me, and I think this. Oh yeah, this one definitely was in there, right? Yeah. Number four. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the open. Yeah, that so great good. piano open we were talking about to yep. right now. Yep. And that one's in there. Hit that bass. And it was a very creative video. It made you I, think about a lot of I things. I thought that was a great. And it I, really you know, was you know well how much done. I hate videos. Yes, but that was well done. Love that video. Yeah. Love. I mean, the right whole thing. now someone is. Yeah, and then right now it's about time, good time for a solo or something. Yeah, Just yeah. Really clever. Yeah, it really, really was. Great Somebody video. walking on a naked beach or. And this yeah. is the this is the song. <laughs> I forgot that part. Yeah, of course. And so this is the song I remember getting in Jeff Stoinoff's car. As I said, this was on. And my life was never the same. And I remember thinking, what? What is this? What did you get? What is this? It's out the new Van Haflen. I think you'll like it. Yes. Yeah. Eruption. Yeah, eruption. Wow, wow, wow. And so it's just hard rock at first. So it's like this new fog hat. And you go, oh, no, that's not fog hat. No, it's not. It's this guy doing it. It's not fog hat. Foghead. <laughs> that should have been the name of the second album. This ain't Foghead. Hell no, it ain't Foghead. Did Foghead do this? No. Just amazing. Just amazing. I know. I could literally play that whole part and then and wouldn't yeah. be tired of it. No. All right. Uh, that's number three. Number yep. two, uh-huh. uh, you and I share this one. Yep. Little tone loke there. Sample. It's high on everybody's chart. Yes, it is. Including and, T-Man and John, the music freaks. Indeed. I think it fin- <laughs> does it finish at number five? It might finish it. Might. I got a, uh, a comprehensive countdown. Oh, do you? And I ranked everybody's uh, yeah, rankings. Yeah, Jamie's Crying. Yeah, so Jamie's what a great crying song. And then this song is not only, to me, the best Van Halen song. This this is, I think, if I can think right, uh, this is the best song that ever that hit the top ten in the 80s to me. Okay. Yeah. And so we know what it is. Yeah. This song screams rock and roll. Yep. It just screams the whole idea of it. It's got more to its essence than maybe anybody would give it credit. And maybe I give it too much credit. But to me, yeah. this is just one of the great rock songs of all time. It really is. Incredible. It really is. Thank you for uh thank you for some freak mails too. 
Oh yeah, we got some good freak mails. Yes, 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 we do. Yeah. Shall we? Shall we play the? You want to do mail that, game? or you want to do a rapid fire? Uh oh! You want to give it to me? Maybe I do. You want to give it's it? It's time to me? for rapid fire. Yeah, you know, there, a lot of times when I'm walking, I think of these songs. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, I ought to throw this at John. All right. Who sang the way? Sang what? The way. Fastball. Nice. Okay. Passion. Fashion. No passion with a P. Rod Stewart. Yes. All right. Pulling muscles from a shell. The cold squeeze, bro. Uh, I knew you'd know that Thank one. you. Thanks for that softball. You're welcome. Communique. Dire Straits. Roni. <laughs> the fact I can come up with the, this one faster than Dire Straits is crazy, but that's Bobby Brown. It is Bobby Brown. Because <laughs> I didn't know what the hell a Roni was. I had to look it up. The truth about a Roni. Well, we'll get into that later. <laughs> Hook. The truth of Rice a Roni. Yeah. Hook. Uh, the man with John Popper. Um, those guys. Same ones who did. You're giving me everything but their damn name. Blues Traveler. Thank you. Thank you. It's a beautiful morning. You're like picking my favorite songs. The Rascals. Yeah, the Rascals. Very good. Dude, those are all my favorite songs. Well, the truth about a Roni, she's a sweet old girl. (laughs) About the sweetest little girl in the whole wide world. Except for Roni. Well, because I have to throw you curves. It would make my top 500. Every song on that you gave me would make my top 500 of all time list. And I, I need to listen to Roni again. Maybe I ha- it will. I have to throw you curves. That was a beautiful curve. Well. Here's some more. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It's time to check the freak mail. And you know, you we both made a boo-boo last week. I think I made a bigger one than you well, did, Well, no, it slipped past both of us, and we got to give it, our, it our contrition to uh, Bill. We have to, you know, I, I got done, we got done with the podcast last time, and I'm driving home. And I remembered one of the songs that was on his list. If you don't recall the last episode, it was Punch-Out Tunes. And uh, I knew what Bill's number one was, and I was thinking, well, gee, we didn't hear that, did we? playing that one. And I'm like, well, shit, we missed his email. How and we, I don't know how we did that, but I had to actually text him later that afternoon because I knew he was getting ready to listen to the podcast. Right. And I was like, uh, dude, don't be pissed. <laughs> but we, we didn't do it on purpose. We didn't give you a shout out, bro. No, we didn't do it on purpose. No. But uh yeah, forgot it. Mm-hmm. Sure did. So uh do we want to revisit we that can, email? We can do a quick one. Just go a quick one. I got number one. Okay. You do. Yeah. All right. Well now I gotta find the damn thing. Here we go. Okay. Okay, his number five cringe worthy song in the yep. punch out category. Gotcha. Mickey. Tony okay. Basil. Gotcha. Number four, the auto tuned share. You mean, do you believe in yeah, That was it. Yes. Uh, Come on, Eileen was three. Oh, man, I like that song. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bill Lord. and I won't be in the car together. Uh, no, not on. at all. Uh, and Kim won't be on that ride with you either. I know. Uh, Whip My Hair by Willow Smith. <laughs> Good Lord. If you oh you you don't even want to hear it John yeah I know you don't know I, what it is I do you know this, I do you know, know what song. it is I had I had children at the time she was whipping her hair it's so like yes. a canker sore it's just awful <laughs> and his number one hey you know I think he's just pissed because his name's not in it <laughs> I think that's what it is <laughs> a little bit of Bill in my life Lou uh, freaking Vega with oh Lou Vega. The, the day after, before we get to this week's Freak Mails, the day after we do our podcast, I see a thing from a website called Ultimate Classic Rock who does, you know, different stories and stuff. Yeah. And it's a it's part of our prep, you know, to see things about artists. And so they did a thing, the most hated records in rock. 
And that was one. And no, no, Lou, these were more more rock songs for okay. the most part. Okay, uh, from rock bands, I guess. Yeah, who also dabble in pop. Uh, but uh, some of those did make the the number eight song, the top eight songs in their no particular order. Yeah, uh, they had uh, silly love songs. They had Mr. Roboto. <laughs> Uh, did Mr. Roboto make somebody's list? If not, it really should have. <laughs> yeah, I think it might have, though. Uh, uh, R.E.M. Shiny Happy People. Uh, uh, we didn't start the fire. Ah, uh, your fave. Uh, Sue Sue Studio from Phil Collins. I love that song, damn it. And number th- the, the other one, uh, Beach Boys Kokomo, which did make your oh, list. Oh, thank God. And then Aeros- I like those people already. Aerosmith, I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. Uh, but the yeah. one that was on the list where I thought, oh my gosh, how did I not have this in my top ten? Uh, we built this city. Your favorite? Oh my gosh! You're you're jealous because you didn't get the DJ part in it. That's what it is. <laughs> Who was it? Jim Ladd? Did he get the somebody? DJ? A San Francisco guy? Yeah. Hey, it's a great thing. Yeah. 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 He was just riffing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that was uh, I couldn't stand that song. Oh, and, Bill. And Bill. Then the video got worse. Oh, it did. Yeah. Bill also wanted to throw in an honorable mention on that list. Okay. That's what friends are for. Dude, do we play the crap out of that oh song? Oh, my Lord. 85, 80, late 85, early oh. 86, at the 95.1 here in Jacksonville. Yeah. We're sorry. Mm. Can we apologize? That's another it's... one. Stevie Wonder's harmonica. Bah, 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 I was out. I was totally out. So out. I don't think I made it through the three notes. I don't. I think I went oh, bah, bah, out. <laughs> Which was two more notes you gave than you gave Phil Collins. You. Oh, yeah. Freaking separate lives. Oh. All right, let's let's start with Bill. Okay, he has one honorable mention, and it was on my list. Ain't talking about Ain't love. Ain't talking about love. Yeah, great right. song. Uh, number five, I like this one too. Black and blue, mm-hmm. great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, love walks in at four. Big one. Another biggie. That was a great song. Uh, don't tell me what love can do. Don't tell me what love can do. Well, no, he didn't. Okay, that's just the song title. I got you. And then he gets into the mode of when Diamond Dave rejoined. From the 96 oh, the Best of stuff? Compilation, yeah. uh-huh. Me Wise Magic. Wow. Remember that one? I, no, I do not. Rem- I yeah. did not hear that album at all. And uh, I, I don't get this choice for number one, but it's Bill. Uh, humans Being. God can see his likeness That's what makes us humans being. so different. It is so different, it's but then again, so, so is Bill. Well, there you go. Bam. Oh, talk about nailing the bullseye on the dartboard. <laughs> there you go. That was better than no one squeezed it, pulling muscles from a show. Hey, great song. Yeah, I love that. Man. Yeah. Anytime you want to play squeeze on this show, buddy, you go right ahead. Kaboom. You got if you deal. want to hit Hourglass, that's another one of those songs. Oh, I know that chorus big time. Beautiful. Big Beautiful time. Beautiful chorus. Take it to the bridge. Take it to the bridge. Uh, let's bring uh, the lovely better half in. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Kim has a top five with her Van Heflin tunes. The Van Heflin, she loved the Van, the Van Heflin. Yeah. Why can't this be love? Number five. Um, I like the song, but we played the dog shit out of it in Daytona, and I think I really—that's if uh, of all the Biggie Van Halen songs, I think I got tired of that. Of one. Why can't this be love? I really. Yeah, did. I could see that. It went to three. It was it had huge. Some great, uh, some great melody. It and did. Musical parts in it. Even oh God, yeah. No, it did. It did. I, I don't want to diminish that. It was just the fact that we played it. You know, every yeah. That was a self-imposed uh, screw. Yeah, of yeah, playing it too much. Panama four. Number yeah, number four. Good one. Yeah, uh, you really got me. Love it, Kim. Yeah, Ice Cream Man, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> And I've got number one, which didn't make you or ours top ten. I know. I'm very surprised. Isn't that something? Yeah. I'm very surprised. 
And that is only by omission because what a what a iconic tune. It really was. It re- I mean, you know, you got a top ten. We could have made it a top thirty, mm-hmm. and we still would have missed some good ones. You're you're right. That's why we can do a solo show yeah. on on one band or one yeah, artist. Correct. All right. Uh, you want to go with cousin Leah? Yeah, let's go with cousin. Cousin Leah. Leah. She said just five songs. All right, stop whining. You know it's going to be a great list yeah. when they start with it's just five songs. Yeah, you know, know they've really thought about it and had to distill yeah. this down yeah. to the best five. Yeah, she said this was tough. Number five, our lists coincide with hers, kind of, mm-hmm. right now. Yes, I think every one yeah. of these five are in You Are Ours top. They are. Nine. Yeah, Everybody wants some at four. Want some too. There's another Panama at three. Yep. Another Ice Cream Man at two. And number, and number one, one. I want to play the middle part. Tell us how you do. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Come on, Dave. Come on, Dave. One break. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> one break. Yeah. Uh, even when they were being stupid. They yes, were great. I, but it worked. <laughs> it freaking worked. Even when you're cornier and crap, give me a break. Let's get the sound guy involved. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, it was probably Jim Ladd, too. <laughs> Hey, hey, I can also hey, I can uh, do this. I can do voiceovers. Yeah, I'm also the voice for the Aerosmith ride. Oh, jeez. Well, there's only one person in this whole universe who can do a voiceover. Yeah, I know. In radio? Don't get me started. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. Damn it, John. You know what buttons to push. And I hit the wrong button. You there. did. I'm so you sure as shit That's did. Funny. <laughs> oh, man. It's inadvertent, man. It's totally inadvertent. <laughs> Little Jen. Oh. Uh, <laughs> As I try to continue to go forward you here, can't. I, I'm my thumb is really bleeding now. <laughs> Man, you thought it was cut before. Oh, you you really gouged it wide oh, open there. Crud. Good That's lord, so funny. don't get me started. Yeah, little Jen had some good ones. Yes, she did. She did number I've got, five. Uh, I've got number five. Do you? I think because the rest of them we've no, you we get, didn't. I just picked number five because I okay, you just play. picked yeah. it because it's good. I just want to hear a mercy out of Dave. Well, yeah, of course. Here we go. Mercy. <laughs> yes. I remember David Lee Roth saying, uh, why did they cover uh, Pretty Woman? He goes, we just thought we might be able to give Roy some money to get some new sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, it said. worked. It did. It was their biggest hit to date then. That was a great uh, yeah. great on, cover. On the top 40, went to 12. And, of course, the intro to it, Intruder. She's got that in- listed on there yes, as well. Yes, indeed. Uh, number four, don't tell me what love can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she has to write a little comment. I think it was a stiff, but I don't care. See, that's the great thing. Yeah. Don't don't let the charts tell you. No, that a you song can't is have great. it dictated. No. No. No, exactly. Pound cake, number three. Pound cake. Yeah. There you go. For unlawful carnal knowledge. Yes, indeed. That was the album. Yep. Panama too. Yep. And she's so close to hockey season, can't wait, because <laughs> this is a fave of hers, yep. running with the devil. Oh yeah. She's a New Jersey Devil fan. Indeed, so there indeed. you go. We totally the understand. Northern Little Jen. The Northern Little Jen. Northern. Yeah. Yeah. Over there. All right. Now on to Matt. Magic Matt. Okay. Yes. Uh, Let's see what I have of Matt. What do you have of Matt? I've got number four. Okay. Uh, oh, really? Out of all these, you pick four. Anyway, um, because we've all played. Yes, played I know. The other. I I knew that would be your defense. That, that's I what just... I do. I tried to play a different song from yes, somebody John. that we haven't played already. Yes, John. It's the it's a little over great color of yes. the whole show. Yes, John. Thank okay. you. You sound like you're talking to your wife. Number five's jump. <laughs> 
Number four. Hit your number four. Good song. I, I can't, you know. No. I can't fault you for that. Nope. We're mad. No, that's a good song. Three, Running With the Devil. Boy, it just keeps showing up now all I of a sudden. I tell you, yeah. It? Beautiful Girls, number two. Ah, yeah, that could have been your number one, huh, Matt? Well, that was not my number one, but his number one. He loves his favorite song, Dance the Night Away, is in there. Yes, indeed. His honorable mentions, Ain't Talking About Love, Best of Both Worlds, and The Ice Cream Man. Mm-hmm. Stop him when he's passing by. Yeah, because all the flavors are... Guaranteed yeah. to yeah. satisfy. And push-ups, too. Uh, Doug. Hello, Doug. His number uh, his number, f- his number five is pound cake. Oh, yeah. Here's, here's a little you pound cake. You got pound cake? cake? Yeah. Just, just for this. Yeah. And he wrote on here, power tools, anyone? <laughs> Listen to that. Yeah. No power tools were used no. in the recording of this song. No, Eddie's just incredible. Eddie Van Halen going crazy. Just incredible. Yeah. And the Cradle Will Rock, number four. I wondered if anybody was going to hit that one. I know. I I'm, I was blown away that nobody else. And then when I saw his, I thought, oh, how come it's not in my top ten? See. Now, see, I, it happens yeah, every see. time. Your, your list and the freak mail, yep. always better than mine. Yeah, whatever. It is. Another track from 1984. Great album track. Yeah. Great album track. Drop Dead Legs. Indeed. Yeah. Two was Jump. Hot for Teachers one. <laughs> There's your 1984 album right there, three out of five. That's true. Yeah. That's good, true. Good picks, Doug. Thank you. Uh, Katie? Katie? Yeah, Katie. All right. Yep, she sent hers in. She's she, got a new number three. Yes. Okay. She does. Uh, Hot got, for Teachers, five. I've, I've got uh, I've got number one. Okay, Hot yeah. for Teachers, five. Mm-hmm. Dance the Night Away was four. Mm-hmm. She confused the love songs. Yes. Uh, she first had, originally... When it's love in there, and then all of a sudden it became love walks in. I get it. I get it. the yeah. walking and the loving and the and, and all of it. Yeah, touching, squeezing. Oh, sorry, <laughs> wrong, wrong show. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, her two was jump, and one was Panama. My favorite part. Oh, a what fun, a rocker. What a fun song. Fun. Dang, fun, fun, I tell you. I tell you. It was fun, I'm telling you. It was fun. Hey, our friend Paul, he was probably the first to write in. He was. How did he get to the bottom of the list? But I Paul, don't know. Uh, I think that's how I sorted it. Borscher. Our friend Paul Borscher, <laughs> who does his, uh, does his own show. He does. It's down in it's the... It's called Bowling Balls in Bowling the Balls trunk. in the Trunk, where Paul will play uh, Paul Peterson... And then back it up with Tool. He's eclectic. <laughs> wow. He's eclectic. He'll play, t- he'll play Tall Paul by Annette Funicello. And then hit Tool. And then play Jeremy. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, play into freak, trippin', on a, freak on a Leash. Into Trippin' Daisies and, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Snoop Dogg. And I want you to hear this. Oh, it's on Lord. WSCQ.com. Oh. Wow. And you can listen live at any time. His number then, five. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a bowling ball list, Paul. We like this list. Yeah, what happened, man? Yeah, I know. I'm thinking, who wrote this? <laughs> this couldn't be Paul. His wife got a hold of the email. I th- I'm thinking maybe she hacked it. Yeah. Number five was Jump. Yep. Four was 
Panama. Mm-hmm. Three. Yes. You got that one, don't you? I, I don't know. No? I, have, I have one. Oh, you have one. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, three. another from 1984. How did it slip past me? Because well, that's just a great song. It's another one. I'll wait. Great what a, Yeah, it's a great yeah. song, Paul. Yeah. It is. Yep. Why Can't This Be Love at Two and you're number one. Yeah, uh, Sammy added so much melody. He did. Changes and no, stuff. he did. He added so much to that sound. He totally did. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, G-Dog, he was a little late, but we got it in there. Oh, yeah, we got G-Dog. We got G-Dog. Yep. Yep. Uh, Dance the Night Away at five. Yep, I've got number four. Oh, yeah, number four, because we hadn't done this one. Well, then play it. Yeah. There you go. It's got what it takes. Uh, 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 uh. So tell me why can't this be love? Yep. Playing that in the summertime in Daytona Beach. Mm Mm-hmm. That was a good time. Yes, it was. That was a good time. Man, I could tell stories. Uh-huh. Number three, Running with the Devil. I might have been a part of a couple of them. I think you were. Yeah. Number two, Right Now, and One Jump. Very good. I uh, heard from my friend Robert, our friend Robert, who's in North Dakota. Hey, Robert in North Dakota. What the hell you're doing there? I don't know, but hey, Robert in North Dakota. I texted Robert on this one. I said, hey, and he's he's like the one that he'll... He, it's so funny because I joke about it now. Yeah. When I did it with uh, whoever it was, uh, Prince or whatever we did last Yeah, week, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. I said, hey, give me your favorite, your five favorite songs of this whatever the category it might have been the stones maybe oh yeah it was stones yeah it was stones i was like hey robert when you get a chance help give me your five favorite stones tunes he was all over it and about a minute and a half later yeah. here there it was yeah and then this week uh, i did him uh, i said hey top five van halen songs <laughs> he t- text right back glad you asked <laughs> <laughs> robert's a music freak man he is cool he, what a great well, guy he's hitting the right podcast then he's a it. great kid yeah and a uh, great guy he's, he's grown up now but yeah i know him as a teenager he's still a kid yeah yeah i know we're all still do. kids still when it comes to music and sports we're just kids we, you're, you're, that's a very good way to put it yes uh his number five and the cradle will rock yep at number four, these are Mean Streets. Oh, yeah. Ah, man. That's the track from that album Everybody Forgets because of Unchained. Right. Yeah. Number three, Panama. Yep. Uh, number two, I'm the one. Oh, wow. frenetic pace that you didn't get always yeah they got some of that california punk in them yeah they did and added it to uh some but, of that southern california punk and there's field. eddie there's eddie and oh by the way there's this. eddie let's see that crap oh. and then he starts tapping Gee, just let him wail yeah I know. and uh dance the night away is number one wow cool yeah nice list we love the list very man. nice thank you uh robert appreciate yeah, that very nice <laughs> that was a good list i think so too well, yeah, I think with the only one in there yeah jeez, yeah. that's oh man I knocked it that out. was i think that was wasn't that the second album i think it was the second Maybe the album. first no i think it was the second one i'm the one look it up i'm the one i get confused i'm the one yeah yeah wasn't that near somebody get me a doctor and bottoms up and all that because that was album two i'm the one song by van halen by Van, no, it was that was Van Halen one. It was one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I knew it was early. It was just right. Yeah. I'm about to say I knew that. I knew that album pretty. well. Somebody get me a doctor. There's another one. Oh man. Eddie's just a uh, killing it. That's killing it. For show, for show, uh, for show. And bottoms up. Dun, 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 mm-hmm. dun. It starts off so soft, and then all of a sudden, songs like uh, Alex kicks in, and there uh, goes Eddie. 
Yeah, I mean, and, it's just crazy. And there's so many that we missed that no matter how many people would email, we'd still have one that probably, you know, oh, like Top Jimmy. Songs like that. Love Top you Jimmy. Know, things like that. that Top happen. Jimmy. The albums make albums great. Yes. They make it more than just a collection of songs. Yeah. And that song weaves its way in between these two different songs. Yep. And yep. that's what's so- It's time oh, on, for Rapid Fire. Uh-oh. All right, what song do we find the lyric, bought you a crate of papaya? <laughs> Jesus. It was from... Is it a Jimmy Buffett song? The, no, but I was thinking it's Buffett. Uh, the late 70s. The late 70s. Bought, bought you, you a... a crate of papaya. Jay Ferguson? No. Okay. I'll think about it. Go ahead. Who wrote... Uh, this uh, hit maker himself wrote a song for somebody else. George Benson's hit, This Masquerade. Who wrote that? Oh, God, I know this. That's the part. Those are the ones I like the uh, best. When you yeah, know, you know it. I, I know I, I don't it. like throwing you something you would not never know. I yeah. like throwing you something that should have been in your head. Yeah, well, it's not. <laughs> I left that in another crate. I must have left that home. In the papaya crate. Yeah, it's in, it's it's in there in with the, a damn papaya. It's in the crate. And it's papaya. rolling around in my trunks. So I don't like bowling balls. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you played this masquerade and that song, it would be a little bowling ball-y, but they at least were close in the a, same time A little time bowling ball <laughs> Yes. Yeah, okay. Because when you hear it... What's uh, papayas? Jungle Love. Oh, Steve Miller Band. shit. See? <laughs> Not see. Oh, yeah. It is in there. I, you know what it is? That could probably be a misheard lyric, because I don't think I ever heard papaya in there. That was originally a misheard lyric to me. Yeah. It's like something... I remember when it first came out, I thought, greater papaya? Yeah. It's like it was a, a greater... You know, like he was worshiping this yep. fruit. A greater papaya. And it rhymed... Hold on. What did it rhyme with? You're swimming, I brought you a crate of papaya. Yes. Yes. <laughs> something about a fire. And then he created, and then he rhymed papaya with it. Yeah, because That's what it is. Steve was always good at. That's at why I didn't. It was taking bent lyrics, taking a rhythmic and I mean poetic just license with some of his lyrics. Yeah, like yeah. Other people's taxes and Texas. So, something and, with fire. What is it? Oh, island. I think we got papa pie in the second verse. All right, we got time. Yeah. See, how does papaya run with rhyme with island? Yeah. How does that happen? Only in the world of Steve Miller. <laughs> Steve Miller. I only had two song, two sh- uh, questions for you. Uh, yeah, what was the other one? This masquerade pissed me off. Leon Russell. Leon Russell. There you go. Yeah. You and your writing stuff. See, you know all the writers. I know charts. You know the writers. Jungle Love is driving me mad. It's making me crazy. Yeah, it is. I am. I only have how many? One, two, three, four, five, six. I got seven, eight, or eight more of those big artists wrote songs for other people. Oh, great. So... I will, I will torment you. <laughs> you sure as hell in will. In future editions of, you will. of uh, Rapid Fire. No and, doubt you will. Oh, I wanted to give you this one, but I'll wait. I'll save it. You're going to save me with something? I'll save this with because uh, I think you would pull it off. But I'll, you want to do it? You want to do another bonus? Dude, that's up to you. I got a little bonus. All we have left is a misheard lyric. It's time for Rapid Fire. Okay. Six different women sang lead on number one hits in 1981. Six Name women? as many as you can. Six women? Six different women saying lead. And I'll have to pull up my chart just to see what it is. Good Lord. Really? In 1981? In 1981, six different women, which means some yeah. of them had multiple number one hits that year. Yeah. Six different women saying lead on number one hits in 1981. The one person I know right now is answering the question is Paul Borsier. Because he down, knows it. That I, I, am, I bet he knows it. Yeah. Probably so. Yeah. Was Anne Murray in the pile? No. <laughs> <laughs> if 
it's Anne Murray, you put her in a pile. Yeah, we know what pile that's in. Uh, uh, anyway. I love uh, Anne Murray. Diana Ross? Diana Ross would be one. You are correct, sir. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I'll say, let's see. Uh, Diana Ross, yes. Um, <laughs> let's see. One, two, three. Did, who had two? Oh, somebody had two? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, Miss Ross had two. Oh, okay. All right. Um, that's the year end. I need the I need the hunt. Okay. Week the week. So now you're you don't even remember now. See, you're having to look this up. Uh, uh, no, I, I remember. I just I was trying to get all the songs. Okay, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Um, were yeah. these were these oh. well known ladies? Oh, they're all every one of them. Legend. Yeah. Uh, rock and roll. Let's see. One, one rock and roll hall of famer. Two rock and roll hall of famers. Okay. The other two well known for their time. Okay. And one of those. No, okay. Well known for their time, and then one is a, a, a pop legend. Would not be considered rock and roll hall of fame because she was very, very pop. Okay. Um, but she would be. Con- she wouldn't be considered for a rock and roll hall of fame ever. Ever. But, but, wow. But really? she was. But out of all these people, she, next to Diana Ross, she would be one of the most popular ones. Okay. On the chart. Uh, on the thing. All right. Well. All right. So I named one. I'm pretty proud of myself for doing that. Okay. What was the biggest hit of the year? In next to Endless Love. Okay, what was the next biggest hit in 1981? Was it Schlocky? I don't think it was Schlocky. No, was it? But it was a pop. It was a pop. It was a. It was big. It was a. I mean, it was massive. Yeah. It was truly the second next to Endless Love. It was the biggest hit of the year of 81. And then the third. Now see, 80. I know 80 like the back of my hand, but not 81. 19. Uh, the third biggest hit was also the woman. The top three hits. Of 1981, had a woman, had a woman, and had a Ross woman and a woman, a woman and a woman. Uh, was it Blondie? Blondie does have a number one. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, Rapture. They, they're the ones that had two. Tide is high and Rapture. Yep. Yep. You are correct. Okay. Um, All right. Let's um, work our way down to uh, the one of the more recent hall, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. Joan Jett. Nope. It, uh, she uh. she kind of doesn't fit the mold, but she made it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was a big Dolly deal. Parton. Dolly Parton. Yeah. Dolly Parton had nine to five. Yep. Number one hit. Okay. Okay, we got Blondie. We got Dolly. Yep. Uh, we got another um, who, um, speaking of Dolly, yeah. that was the parenthetical thought to do- one of Dolly's number one hits. Okay. It was nine to five in parentheses. Oh, Sheena Easton. Sheena Easton. Yeah. And uh, Morning Train. Yeah. Okay, now the top two songs of the year. Yeah. Next to Endless Love. Yeah. Uh, the two and three. One was that you couldn't avoid this song in the spring and summer of 1981. You really couldn't. And she had a quite, quite a raspy voice, and you didn't get much after, after that. She had, a, she had a small hit with Kenny Rogers. Oh, um, Dottie West? No. Um, um, oh, oh, uh, oh, damn. Who else did he do a damn? Oh, uh, Kim Carnes. Yes, Kim Carnes. Betty, Betty Davis, Davis eyes. That was like six weeks, wasn't it? Forever. One, two, three, four, and then it came back too. Yeah, I know it did. That wow. that came back. Abracadabra came back. Yeah. La Freak came back. They were all number ones different times. And this song wrapped up the the the, the, the second one I'm thinking of here. Betty Davis might have been bigger than this one, but this is number three at least. Uh, it wrapped up the last six weeks of the uh, of the charts. year. Yeah, and it might have crept into. Maybe I doubt it, but uh, anyway, six weeks. It was was huge. The video was well known because she was quite attractive, uh, but she had been around for about a decade, 
and uh, she was quite attractive, and she was. Uh, uh, if you say quite attractive one more time, well, after, after you <laughs> after you find out who this is, you'll go. Oh, she was quite attractive. Uh, and oh, um, uh, this is the last one, huh? This is it. Yeah. Make no mistake where you are. This is it. That's Kenny Loggins. That's right. He was not, not one of the top attractive. ladies of 81. Yeah, not quite attractive. Even though he had I'm All Right in 80, but no. <laughs> um, God, I mean, she had a few country-tinged hits to start. Tinged? They were country-tinged hits. Wasn't Crystal Gale. She actually won a CMA award in the early 70s, and people kind of cried, cried foul because she had pop hits at the same times with the same songs. Ah. And then she made a couple of movies. You realize we're huge. You realize this is the longest rapid fire ever. Yes, and it should be because <laughs> I can't believe you don't. You're not getting this one. I'm not getting her. She huh? she started making movies. She made possibly one of the biggest movies of night. I think maybe the second biggest movie in 1978. Not sure. No, no, no. it's a huge movie, and it was a musical. And it was huge. That's why I don't know it. It was a damn musical. But this, they had hits like crazy off that album. Oh, Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now was she... Very attractive. Yes. Thank you. That's what I'm telling you. Oh, for the love of... <sighs> oh. I am so excited. I, I know I'm spent now. I need cheesecake and a nap. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do a misheard lyric before we do Patrice. Oh, sorry, Patrice. Yeah. Sorry. No, don't apologize. Uh-huh, for... uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What is she hearing now? It's Kim's misheard lyric. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hang on, She's Kim. waiting for the ice cream misheard. man to come by. That's right. Ice cream man's coming. Yeah, she's waiting for him. Okay, I'm going to, I want to play the part I think you got here. Okay, yeah, here okay. we go. Here All we right. go. 7 o'clock. <laughs> I never stop. I usually pass by. Usually pass Just around 11 o'clock. Here we go. And if you let me cool you one time, you be my regular style. All right, boys. Now, see, I thought the next line... Would be her misheard lyric. I got yeah. Yeah. That's something banana. Right. Dixie cups. I got a crate of papaya. I'll see. Damn Steve. So what's she saying? uh, The line is, you be my regular stuff. Okay, right here. And if you let me cool you one time, you be be my ragama style. What the hell does that mean? What did she say? You be my ragama, ragging. You've been ragging my style? You you be my ragging my style. Well, it's David Lee kind of, you know, riffing, so he, it could have been anything. He's doing, like, reggae or ska? What the hell's he doing? I <laughs> don't know. Yeah. But see, the next line I'm thinking would be my line for uh, that one. Dixie, Dixie cups. cups. Yeah. Papaya. This will be the only episode of ours. Now, this is episode 44. Now, we haven't had one reference to papaya till now. Maybe it was a Jimmy Buffett. Maybe in, no. indirectly because Jimmy, no. Buff, Jimmy Buffett passed no, away. No, you're ragging my style. No. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> we got to go, really? Well. Is it time already? The old clock on the Yeah. The old clock on the wall. There ain't no damn clock with this show. Uh, you're right. You know, come on. Really? Got anything else going on? Hey, we got another show coming up. We could do another three hours on Jimmy Buffett if you want to, because I could. <laughs> and I got we got four guitars hanging up in this. Well, we I might we might have to sing. We might have to do a Jimmy a pirate uh, Buffett looks at forty. We might have to do a Jimmy Buffett episode. Yeah. Did you ever see Jimmy Buffett in concert? I did not. I saw him twice, and I saw both sides of Jimmy Buffett. I saw him in 1980. Yeah. One probably in uh, at the at Gainesville, at the uh, the old O Dome, and saw him 
and it was summertime, so it wasn't packed. It was okay. I mean, Jimmy Buffett was it wasn't a, a, an event by then. It was just no. Jimmy Buffett coming in concert, right? And he played the uh, Odam, and he just came out with a volcano that had fins on it. Oh. So fins was brand new, Love and he that. had volcano, and he had yeah. you know plus the other greatness of the seventies, and and that was just a rowdy ass party. That I was bet. so much fun. I think that might have been the most fun I've ever had at a concert, and he was just it was just a, just overjoyed, and uh, and then four years later. On Valentine's Day of 1985, I saw him. We went and saw him at the, at the uh, Times Union Center, what, what then the Civic Auditorium. Yeah, and he had uh, it was just him on a guitar. Wow! So I saw the singer songwriter yeah. guy. I mean, straight up with yeah. just him. His daughter Savannah was like six at the time. Right. She came out and played bongos on one song. How about and that? And it was just Jimmy Buffett playing. I'm like, wow, this is. I got both. Yeah. I got the party. Wow. And then I got this incredible, intimate performance with Jimmy Buffett. And that's the part. I mean, the party songs are fun, but as a guitar player yep. who dabbles with acoustic, well, you really song, could appreciate it. I appreciate just the storytelling that he did. Yeah. That was just so amazing to me. We'll so have anyway, to do an episode. We maybe will. an episode. If because not, I'm going to tell you what's really funny. You brought up Jimmy Buffett just now. Today on the Billboard charts. He's at number 38 with Margaritaville. That's great. On the Billboard Hot 100, he's number 38 today. I like when things, I like the way when they they have redone and reformatted their, yep. their list. They that have. songs would catch fire for a week or so, but that nobody would report it. Well, I but tell now you. now that BDS is, is catching the spins, yep. then they'll just tell you the exact truth of what's happening. If you go right into the iTunes store, um, if you go in there now and you look at the chart of what's selling, uh, he's all over um, the sales. Mm, excuse me, yeah. Um, That's great. But now I say that. Oh, there's Come Monday. Did it fall off? Margarita's tw- Margaritaville's 29. Come Monday is 31. Mm-hmm. And the new, oh, by the way, have you heard the new Rolling Stones track? Angry? Yes. Yeah. That is so catchy. It's, uh, it is. And I think the video is well done with the billboards and all that. I didn't see that. You need to go to YouTube. I, yeah. s- I heard the song as they were opening college football. On it's very catchy. The Texas-Alabama game. It's very catchy. And uh, they were playing it. I'm like, oh, man, I'm trying to hear yeah. it in between the open. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like cool. number 36 on iTunes right now. That's nice. Yeah. Jimmy uh, Buffett, they, they released a, a song that he had done called Bubbles Up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. He's got a new album coming out. It's like November 3rd, Yeah, and that's on there. And that will uh, probably debut yeah. at number one, I would Duh. guess. <laughs> of course. Now that, now that you can get see the real picture. Yeah. You know, we've talked about, uh, we've talked about how back in the day, people would report these songs yeah. or report album sales. Right. And we show just how skewed these charts are, and we'll oh, go yeah. by charts and la, la, la. Oh, yeah. That's it, mostly uh, horse dung. Horse shit, I'll say it for you. You say it. Yeah. Because it's crap. Yeah. And and then we found out how, how bad it was when in 1992 or 93 when uh, BDS took over. Yeah. The spins took over uh, yeah. SoundScan. Broadcast data systems. Yeah. And SoundScan took over actual sales of songs, yep. of albums. Right. That before then, yeah. you had hipper bands right because i mean people that work at record stores are in their 20s for the most part of course you know, they whatever. are so and it's not their turn to report 10 records their best 10 selling records they're going to put their favorites in there yeah so you had rem in the top 10 and you have like peter gabriel or whoever you had a bunch of newer leaning acts and some hip-hop acts and stuff like that yep on the album charts in the top 10 then 
the first week that that SoundScan is taking it and going, okay, we got this from here. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Celine Dion jumps from number eighty to number seven. Uh-huh. Michael Bolton jumps from number seventy four to number six. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, Enya goes yeah. up into the top ten. Oh yeah. It was just. It was just so. It just showed how, just how yeah how, how skewed. skewed. That's the word. That is the word. That it is. The word of this episode is, is skewed. skewed. Brought to you by Unity. <laughs> now, it is. It is. They knew he wouldn't make it. Yeah. Really. Exactly. Really. Yeah. <laughs> really. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I think Patrice needs to come. Yes, yeah, she does. I'm, starting, I'm craving oh, cheesecake yeah, you and need, papaya. You need and a nap. That's what you need. Good Lord. Hey, you know those songs you just don't hear anymore? The songs that are considered maybe album cuts or deep cuts, as everybody knows them these days? Yeah, like a personal song. Like maybe on that James Taylor album, everybody knew your smiling face, but is there another song? what about Carolina song? in My Mind or something like right, that? Right, or even deeper. Even deeper. We want to know your deep secrets. We want to know yes. the deep tracks of your life, the songs that maybe are way out of the mainstream yep and we'll 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 ask for your top three this time around yeah you do what you want to if you want to send me 10 man i, okay, I love well, hearing i love right. hearing other people's deep songs well, i love sure. hearing their deep because tracks. you're deep no no <laughs> yes. that's not the truth no you are no that's not no the truth. you really are yes <laughs> i no. just i just love no. hearing people's. as a friend of 40 years trust me your ass is deep all right deep in something gmail <laughs> well, i didn't say in what <laughs> gman and john at gmail.com Get it to us. I would love to see it. Yeah. I, I, and we'll, that's what we'll concentrate on next episode. We're going to call it Deep Cuts. Deep Cuts. Deep Cuts. We'll keep it deep. Deep. We're going to go deep. Deeper. Than what? We deeper. Don't, deeper than what? Deeper than this. Deeper than Love Boat. Why in the hell? Be- just just because it's... Uh, it's this the, is not a deep cut. It's the exact opposite of deep cut. That's what this I'm saying. This is deep what- shit. It's not a deep cut. Okay. Come on, man. All right. You shouldn't do that in the middle of a terrific bass thump like Patrice Russian. Sorry about that. Jeez. That's how we do. Yeah, that's how you do. Okay, we do the deep cuts next time around. And yes. Uh, yeah, think That'll about, be episode 45. Think about them. Make it personal. I want to know. Yeah, we do. We want to know. John at gmail.com. Thanks for listening today. If it was your first time, hey, I we'll, hope you come back again next time. We'll, we'll promise to try to be better. We'll try. Yeah, we'll get John a nap and everything will be good. And I was on a Zoom call right before him. Hey, oh, you were Zooming. It was, yeah, it was not a good morning. Yeah, boy. <laughs> had a, had a Zoom That'll call. suck the life out of anybody. <laughs> All right, man. See you. See ya.